All right. Are we ready, Jeffrey? <laughs> All, right. All right. Here we go. I am not a bounty hunter. What's up, Moof Milkers? Welcome back to the Skywalk episode 132. In this episode, we planned to talk about a whole bunch of stuff, but then they dropped a Book of Boba Fett trailer on us. <laughs> and we're done for. <laughs> As you heard, Jeffrey wow. and I have just watched the trailer together twice. So we're going to talk about the Book of Boba Fett trailer today. And if we don't take an hour and a half just talking about that, we'll get to some other stuff too. I, I don't know. I don't know if there's time, Brett. Uh, no, I know. I don't think that's happening. The whole agenda is scrapped. The whole We're agenda done. is scrapped. We're done. But before we do, social meteors on Apple Podcasts, search for The Skywalk. Sky is in sky and walk as in the thing you cook in spelled W-O-K. Subscribe there and leave us a review. Because we'd be sizzling. Spotify, same deal. The Skywalk. Twitter, at The Skywalk. Instagram. Graham, the Skywalk, and Jeffrey, tell us about Podomatic. Well, listeners, we always bring it into you smooth on StarWarsOverCoffee.Podomatic.com. And all the other social media platforms, Stitcher, Podbean, Amazon, Google, Player FM, Audible, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, and more. Jeff, first of all, what is your... Amazing. You know, I don't even have to finish. <laughs> Man, that was a lot to take in. Wow. Wow. And, and here's the thing. You know what the best part of that trailer was for me? What's that? The first part. Yeah. Dude, that droid walking in. So I remember that droid from... Return of the Jedi. Yeah. It's walking across in Return of the Jedi. And I'm like, what the heck is that? And when, and when I zoomed in, I was like, oh, my goodness. That's a brain in a fishbowl being led around by a spider bot. You really think that's a brain? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Jeffrey, here is one of my first takeaways from this trailer. Overall, I mean, I I thought it was awesome. I thought the setting, the world, everything about it. And by the way, love Fennec as number two. Fennec is amazing. that That was a great call. Fennec is amazing. By the way, one of the best costumes in the Star Wars universe. Yes. She's incredible. And also looked really good on the Bad Batch. Like yeah, it was a little more. That's what I'm know, saying. The animated style worked really well for Fennec Shand. Yeah, I thought. Like th- again, this is how you do a character right. Yes. All right, go ahead. Yes, and they they seem like a great team. Yeah, and you know, no lip service to cultural backgrounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they got it correct. Yes, representation. I agree. All right, go ahead, uh, Jeff. Something I love from pretty mm. much the beginning of the trailer: the atmosphere. Okay. Yes. So I think we talked about during season one and two of The Mandalorian, they got a little better at making the worlds feel more populated yeah. and more like in a natural way. There was a scene in, I believe, the, the second episode of season two of The Mandalorian. There's a night shot on Tatooine when he's coming back awesome. to the cantina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just felt so real. Yeah. And this continues that. I think even better, that first shot of Boba and Fennec on Tatooine. There's just so many people around and they don't feel like they're just extras standing around. Well, in this time it was weird, but it actually, the set looked better mm-hmm. than the last time I saw Return of the Jedi. Like, Yeah. And dude, okay. Ugh, who? Who is that Ithorian? <laughs> right. Right. Okay. So Jeff, I don't it's, think. First of all, yeah. have you ever seen an Ithorian bad guy? 
Because I haven't. No, I don't think so. No. And who is he? It's the first time, man. And who is talking? Like, okay, so I know we have to go back and listen to the trailer a bunch. We got to watch it again. We got to watch it again. But like, it's like I heard you were bounty hunter, and then it's like, no, that's not true, or something. And I'm just like, wait, who's saying that? I'm just that a to businessman. Yeah. Okay. My second thought, Jeff. All right, here we go. We should get back to the Athorian, though. I got a lot of questions right. about that, dude. <laughs> you know what? The, the, you know what's interesting? The Athorian uh-huh. had the same gravitas mm-hmm. as the guy who had the Mandalorian Beskar in the Mandalorian. Oh, the client. Yeah. Werner Herzog. Yeah. Who Jeff is getting his own Black Series figure. Did you know that? Say what? You're right. <laughs> Can you imagine that, dude? That'd be like Daniel Day-Lewis getting a Star Wars Black Series figure. I'm just saying. Like. Wow. Jeff. So the Athorian. Okay. So I want to say, so this is the fun part. One of the fun things I hope for a Move Milker listening to this right now is that we have not heard from anyone on anything in this trailer. Yeah. We literally just looked up the description on StarWars.com. So Dude, my, I just found out about this. And Jeff, when I listen to old episodes where we like first watch a trailer, we have like I've had some really dumb theories, like really <laughs> dumb. I'm not even going to mention them. Like, I'm not going to. Okay. I'm all hoping right, people right. forget. Okay, because you see something in a trailer and you're like, could that be this person? It's like, no, it's not even close. Right. There's an Athorian. I don't know if you know this. Mm. Whose home is Galaxy's Edge? Who, who lives in the Black Spire Outpost? He runs. His name is Doc Ondar. And he runs the Den of Antiquities. So it's Doc Ondar's oh. Den of Antiquities. That's where you get lightsabers and wait, all wait, sorts of Wait, you think that's him? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that would be interesting. I think it's unlikely, but it would be awesome if it was. Because I think we've both okay, wanted okay. to see sort of Batu incorporated into the Star Wars universe. I think that would be great. Okay, other thought. Mm. Boba says something along the lines of, Jabba ruled with fear. I want to rule with respect. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Jeff, good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. So so here's the, here's the thing. So the, the, the second he said that, you know what I was looking forward to in that scene, uh-huh. which I know that they don't want to give it to us because it's going to be a huge payoff. Yeah. Is he's going to, ha- he's going to end up having to rule with fear anyway. Yes. And take everybody out. And like, that's, that's what's going to be, you know, that's coming. Is, like, it, come is it bad that we're both dude, hoping for that like, to be true, Jeff? Dude, this is this is going to be like the Sopranos of Star Wars. <laughs> like, that's where we're headed. Oh, it could be, Jeff. How awesome would that be? Come Jeff, on now. Jeff, is it, is it bad that they're trying to show us a new way and we're like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> like, like, like we, we know what the way is. And right. trust me, he's not going to be able to follow the way. It's funny that he says that he's Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. But he's not, dude. He's a bounty hunter. That, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Boba Fett is a bounty hunter first mm-hmm. and a Mandalorian second. Yeah, I kind of like the idea that, I mean, I know in, in season two of The Mando, he, you know, like Jeff, like if you want to go to a concert now, you got to show your like vaccine card. Yeah, yeah. Like, he ID. was like, here's my Mando card that <laughs> right, proves right, I deserve right, to wear right. the armor. But then after that, he's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like I'm Boba Fett. I, I prefer to think of him as like most Italian Americans who are just like, oh, yeah, I'm Italian. And then they don't know two words of Italian. Right. Like, right. I would like to think that <laughs> Boba Fett. He doesn't even like pizza. He knows he's a legit Mandalorian. He knows he he's knows. got the Mando bloodline and everything, yeah, but yeah, he yeah, does yeah. not really care about the culture. I hope he nope. I kind of hope he does not care at all. Yeah. It's like not even related. Right. He's just like, look, I, that's cool. But I yeah. just kind of do my own thing. Right. And, and Jeff, you're right. I, during that part of the trailer. I still kept thinking that the floor was going to fall out from under those people. 
Like I yeah. really just thought, like, okay, any second, I'm like, you you know, they're getting fed to the rancor, right? Rancor, right? Well, I, well, so that rancor is dead. But then I'm kind of yeah, like hoping, you, hey, it's got progeny. So I mean, come on now. Here's another question. Maybe this is a little in the weeds, right? All right, all right but he on. said you would have been fed to Jabba's menagerie. It's, okay, so first of all, menagerie means birds. So, what kind of alien birds? I eat thought. People? Wait, are we? That's sure, what I want to know. Are we sure that that's what it means? Because my. I thought it meant, and I'm looking it up right like now. Like exotic so, animals? You know, it's not really great form to Google stuff during the middle of a podcast. Oh, a no. collection. Here we go, Jeff. Collection. Here, here's the payoff. Okay. A collection of wild animals kept mm -hmm. in captivity for exhibition or a strange or diverse collection of people or things. Oh, snap. The collector. So, so I think that's even better, Jeff. Because that, see, that's what I was expecting. Was like mm. he'd drop them into the pit, but it wouldn't be a rancor. It would be something else. Or maybe mm. it's a bunch of smaller bloodthirsty creatures that would come after <laughs> those dudes, you know? <laughs> oh, man. But you know what? Here, here's the thing. Yeah. If you're going to rule with respect, mm -hmm. I would say that there is no menagerie because Boba Fett takes care of it himself. Yeah, that's you true. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, then, and then eventually he starts handing stuff out to Fennec. So he's here's like, you know what? You do it. So here's the thing. And maybe yeah. this is the crux of the show, right? Yeah. Maybe this is the intriguing challenge of the book of Boba Fett is like, how, it, how do you rule with respect? Yeah. As a, a world, crime boss. Uh, yes. As a crime boss. Okay. Jeff, here's a, here's a side shot. Here's a side <laughs> shot. Jeff. Gut check. Gut check. Will we see Kira mm. in the book of Boba Fett? Hmm. I'm, so you think she survives? I think she, she is may a survivor. Survive. Now, now here's the thing. Survivor. You know, there's like a comic series going on right now, or it's about yep, to. I know. Yeah, mm -hmm. and she's been in some stuff. So I, I'm thinking she probably does survive. I mean, if you think about the fact, we already know that Darth Maul dies, or Maul dies mm -hmm. fairly early on. Okay. So assuming she lasts, you know, to that point, I think she would last beyond. You know, I don't know. I could see it. I, I could, could see, see it. it. Yeah. All right, Jeff. Are we gonna get? All the other bounty hunters or any of the other bounty hunters. I, so here's, here's my guarantee. And we're talking here like OG Empire Strikes yeah, Back I, bounty yeah, hunters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So number one, <laughs> Dengar. Yes, please. Dengar, please, Dengar. He's, he's definitely going to be in this. I hope you're right. I, I, I think right. so. I believe so. I think Dengar's definitely there. And number two, Bosk. Yeah. OG. He's gonna show up. So they showed a bunch of Trandoshans in the trailer. That's what I'm saying. How, see, I feel like they've been teasing us mm -hmm. with all these Trandoshans showing up. Yeah. <laughs> and how is it that you don't have the most famous Trandoshan in all of the Star Wars universe? Yeah. Yeah. Showing up here. Right. Come on, dude. Because we got two or three other Trandoshans in uh, Mando season one, mm -hmm. who quickly get evaporated. And first of all, they weren't even imposing. No. When they show Bosk in Empire Strikes Back. He's like the tallest thing there. Yeah, definitely I mean, the scariest this, dude. Dude, he's like this gigantic lizard. And I mean, mm -hmm. they're supposed to, they're supposed to be on par with Wookies, right? You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So, so when they show the Trandoshans in Mandalorian, I'm like, well, these are like you know the runts of the litter. Like, wh wh where are we where are we going with this, Jeff? I always felt like they were a little bit like the Star Trek versions of Trandoshans, <laughs> you know. Like, and the same thing for the ones in this trailer too. Like, there's something mm -hmm. funny about that, but I actually love it. Like, so yeah, when yeah. they're sitting around and I think that head guy is not a Trandoshan. He's one of those like dog. No, no, dudes. he's something else. Yeah. yeah. But like, they all sort of he's have like, a... He's like Skeletor. Right. <laughs> and I think they all have this like perfectly 
cheesy look to them. Right. You know, which I think is great. And that guy looks so familiar. Like, I, I swear we're going to find out soon who's playing that dude. Um, oh, boy. What else, Jeff? Uh, the shot of Slave One is awesome. Great. I think that I think part of what's so exciting is I feel like the the white whale of all Star <laughs> Wars fans, Jeff, has been like the world of Return of the Jedi like or post Jedi. Right. Oh, okay. And like Mandalorian. I think that's one of the reasons we love it so much is that it's the closest thing to a follow up of Return of the Jedi. Right? Oh, absolutely. I, like, the Force yeah. Awakens feels I, and we probably talked about this at the very beginning of our I mean, podcast. At this point, what do you think you should be you should be watching? Right. Yeah. What should you watch right after seeing Return of the Jedi? Yeah. Because I'll tell you one thing. It ain't the the war of war for Endor. You, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that's that's not it. Jeff, and that makes the point. We were so starved for something post Return of the Jedi that we were willing to watch the Ewok movies. Both of them. I know. So it's like, this is, I mean, you know, this is the thing that we've always wanted to see. Now, Jeff, do you think that there will be any sort of backlash going back to the thing that we were talking about earlier? Okay. Ruling with respect and unity. As StarWars.com put it, right? You're, you are See, essentially... I love, I love it so much because I know it's not going to last. Dude, I I think unity and respect is only going to last two episodes. And that's my thing, Jeff. What if it doesn't? What mm. if... Uh, because essentially, if, if it is what they say, unity and respect, Lies. you are making Boba Fett a good guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no no doubt about it. I mean, you could say, well, he's still running a criminal syndicate. And I'm like, really? Like, that doesn't make sense to me either. No, he's right? trying to go legit. I yeah, mean, like, that's, like, you know. Right. So are you, first of all, are you a criminal or not? And then if Dude, you are a criminal, are you just not like a super bloodthirsty one? Are you going to like okay, first have of a sort all, of you, criminal you realize, respect? Yeah. You realize he's Michael Corleone, right? Yeah. I mean, come right. on. Like, he's trying to be good. Yeah. But they just suck him back in. But, like, did he ever stop killing people? Like, that's a thing, right? Because I, I, I think, Jeff, I think there's going to be a pretty predictable backlash if it's just like, no, we, you know, Boba Fett is the dude now saying, we listen to everyone. And if you don't agree with me, you're welcome to leave. And I am not going to kill you on the way out. <laughs> like... People are going to be, I think people are going to be kind of disappointed. First of all, I think there's too many people who would be too excited to not give the show the benefit of the doubt and let a couple of, couple of episodes or even three episodes go before asking for Boba to be, you know, put on another level. Um, and so I, I, I just don't see it. I, I don't think that's actually going to happen. Jeff, I really hope you're right. I hope it, I hope that doesn't make us bad people, but like, yeah. I just want him to be a villain. I want yeah. him to be, He's and, and maybe through and through. You, you could say he never really was a villain that he was, he was a bounty hunter, right? Which means no, he was, he was, he was always for himself. Right. Exactly. And you know, so, here's the thing, like Han Solo is supposed to be a scoundrel, right? You, you right, know what I'm saying? So right. he turns like, I would say he, um, it's the same backlash that he got um, when, you know, they tried, George Lucas tried to change the film. Right. Because George Lucas was playing shoots and ladders with Han Solo's character development, which mm -hmm. is like, look, he went all, he goes all the way down here and then he, and, and then he becomes a good guy. And George Lucas is like, no, he hit this slide and yeah. jumped immediately to good guy in the cantina, which is why right. I still have a problem with that to this day. Right. <laughs> right. 
But the thing, but see, to me, it's, the and, fact that he does become that's, good. That's why it's silly when he turns, he goes back to being a scoundrel Ugh. in the, in the, in the, in the sequel yeah. series. Absolutely. I just can't see a war general, a successful decorated successful. war general. Yeah. 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 <laughs> going back to, you know, the night shift at IHOP. Like it just doesn't happen, you know? Oh, Jeff. Good times. Right. So good Jeff, times. I, so I, uh, okay. my takeaway, Jeff, I hope you're right. right. I hope yeah. Boba stays bad mm-hmm. or kind of bad. And I, dude, room for room for new characters, man. Oh yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. Like this, this, I'm talking like 20 to 30, at least great new characters that people will be able to be like, I definitely want that Funko pop doll. Oh man. The authorian. I just want more of that authorian. Like right hey, now. now, dude, I noticed, uh, I noticed at By least by the way, his chair was awesome yes the chair is awesome right the th- like b- both thrones b- yeah. by the way this is the first time i i got to see the throne in detail mm-hmm. for for java mm-hmm. and i mean man like now i want more backstory on java yep yep and that's the thing so are we assuming at this point that did bib fortuna rule from the death of Jabba all the way. So this is where I think we're five or seven years removed from, from Jabba dying when Boba shows up and kills Bib Fortuna. And that's another thing, Jeff. <laughs> so, so Boba Questions. and Fennec go back Questions. and they were like, we're going to murder you in cold blood. And then it's about respecting you. Yeah. Now let's respect. Yeah, each now other. let's. Re- <laughs> <laughs> but, but see, dude, that is so, come on. That is so Sopranos. Like, you know what I mean? Jeff, is, here's why I worry. So mafia. Here's why I worry that Boba is going to be a little too good for my taste <laughs> and yours. It's because like, even in season two of the Mando, he was showing more of like a moral code. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I guess know. that's the question. Is it all relative to being a criminal? It's relative to the code. Or if is you it a real him, moral code? He, here's the thing. If you insult him, you die. Yeah. But if you follow through on a deal, you're good. All you're good right. people. All right. Maybe, Jeff, wouldn't don't that- cross, Look, at the end of the day, it's don't cross him, man. Wouldn't that's that be all. a great fake out? Yeah. Season, okay. Episode one of the show- these dudes a come complete in fake out. and Boba's yeah. like, don't worry, you're safe here. Yeah, yeah. And then and then immediately the point he'll, he'll where the trailer cuts feel, off. Gets them all to feel comfortable. Takes them all And off. then right after that, yeah. all of them die. Then walks up <laughs> behind him with a baseball bat. So are you saying, wait, wait, are you trying to say, and I, I'm, you know, I'm just making references here. Okay. Are you trying to say there's going to be a red wedding <laughs> or <laughs> book of Boba? Because, whoa, dude. Jeff, I don't watch it, but I know the reference. And, I know. Uh, it, hey, we all know the reference. I haven't seen it either. But I, I don't know the reference. I don't think so. So I don't think that StarWars.com <laughs> is going to put these words in print about okay. respect right. and unity if okay. there isn't going to be some effort to do it. Like, to me, it would make more sense if. Really? Because John Favreau would do that. By the way. You think so though? Oh, he he is he is king of fake out. I think John Favreau mm. gets to the precipice of edgy and, and then, then always gets back walks in. back. Yes. Who okay, so here's the thing. Who's doing the reeling? Who who's reeling reeling people back from the precipice? Well, I think and don't don't say Kathleen Kennedy because it's not her. No, I think they're I, I think it's a group effort, Jeff. <laughs> I okay. think it's All like right. I do think that maybe people are a little afraid to push the boundary. Like, cause mm-hmm. I think if John Favreau went to Kathleen Kennedy and is like, look, I know typically. So, so she talked about before, before the show came out, when they revealed it at star Wars celebration in Chicago, okay. Revealed the Mandalorian for the first time. So they're showing all this, you know, you watch the trailer and you're like, Oh, this is going to be really dark. 
this is really dark. Like Mando just cut a dude in half in a door. Like he's probably <laughs> going to do other things, right? <laughs> like this is actually. You know, it, it's funny because when you actually say it, like it, in my mind, it wasn't as gory as, as what actually happened. Yeah. But the fact that he did that yeah. was pretty like, whoa, dude. Like, yeah, I dude. can't believe you just split this dude in half. He was chopping up the veggies, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> so then, but then, right, almost as if to make sure that, you know, the sort of family friendly mm. uh-huh, fans uh-huh. weren't scared off by it. Right, right, She right. started saying things like, oh, but, you know, he's got a lot of heart. You know, there's a yeah, lot of, yeah. and there's a lot of heart in this show. And a dude and a dude named Chris Ryan on The Ringer wrote about this before the show came out basically saying and it was a pretty condescending piece which i didn't appreciate like treating star wars fans like dummies when i think a lot of us could see this coming but it was basically saying like yeah this looks tough like this looks like it's going dark and they look like they're pushing the boundaries of what star wars can be but it's gonna come back to being all hunky-dory happy family friendly stuff and ultimately he was right you know and especially by the end of season two you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think I think it's also naive to think that we weren't going to be given an a story arc mm-hmm. that starts in one place mm-hmm. and ends up in another. Yeah. And in that scenario, yeah, if you start dark, dark, you're going to end up light. Right. And right. Book of Boba, I think, could be the it could be the exact opposite. It could you start be. off light and then you go dark. Unless Jeff. And again, I still want I still want Boba to stay bad. Mm-hmm. But what I think they would try to do in this scenario, like they have to show us why the change of heart, right? Like Mm -hmm. the last, this dude got a raw deal. The last we saw Boba Fett, he got the rawest of deals, right? And backed into a Sarlacc The last time we saw Boba (laughs) Fett, he was a Charleston Chew inside of of a Sarlacc pit. And you're telling me that in (laughs) like being digested in the stomach of a Sarlacc, instead Mm -hmm. of growing more bitter and resentful, he was like, you know what? I have a pretty good life. And like, he wasn't even taken out by the best guy. No. Right. Like, I mean, he wasn't even taken out on purpose. Dude, what? Like he was (laughs) taken out by Lando by accident. By accident, or Han, actually. I think it was Han that accidentally... Was it Han? Blind Han Solo... Yeah! ...accidentally kills the dude. Like, dude, how insulting is that? Like, Very. How how mad would you be at Han Solo... Yes. ...for, for, for accidentally throwing you into a starlight pit and like Jeff, wouldn't, wouldn't your per, wouldn't your whole purpose in life mm-hmm. be to go back to get this dude yeah <laughs> like just, yeah <laughs> which i i think jeff as we know this is why expanded universe that's all he was ever doing yeah right he's hunting down han again like, like dark empire how, how is it that he is not the laughing stock yes of the entire bounty world dude just once on this show please <laughs> please let someone bring that up like boba's like i'm back and i'm powerful and i'm strong he's like wait a second weren't you the guy exactly was accidentally being you know accidentally dumped into a sarlacc pit yeah like like 10 years dude didn't you slip on a banana peel on a a skiff and fall into a sarlacc pit you're you're the leader now okay okay dude like i'm supposed to trust that i don't think so (laughs) jeff i love this because jeff this is what i love you and you have a feeling you feel that they're going to slip him back into badness. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's dude. It's guaranteed. We I'm, both want it, it, but it's I happening. feel like they're not. I give it. I, like I said, I give it two, three episodes tops. Okay. All right. You think he's falling and, off the wagon after and, three and here's, episodes? Here's the reason, Brett. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to throw some facts at you. Okay. All right. Oh. 
when you play when you're playing the old republic right this is now this is the mmo yeah when you look at the popularity or the population of each server because there's a light side server and there's a dark side server. <laughs> see where this is going. i'm gonna let you guess the percentage of people between the light side and the dark side is it just light side dark side or is it also a smuggler scoundrel smuggler scoundrel is on the light side oh bounty hunter is on the dark side okay i'm gonna say it's 75 percent dark side yeah wow is that right it's 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 actually more than that it's it's probably closer to 85 man yeah they all want to be sith they all want to be bounty hunters. <laughs> they all want to, want to have red lightsaber. So yeah. all I'm saying is th- these are these are your hardcore gamers mm-hmm. who are playing hours upon hours upon hours yeah. of this game. Yeah. And they have already picked sides. Yeah. So as far as giving people what they want mm-hmm. in the Star Wars universe, the dark characters are always more popular. Yep. Now, Jeff, here's another key cog in all of this. You, if you remember, Jeff, this yeah. show is not only John Favreau and Dave Filoni anymore. Do you remember the third piece? Now that's true. That's true. Robert Rodriguez. Yes. Now, the thing about that dude is, like, I think he's one mm. of the, the creative team sort of guiding the direction of the show. So the question yeah. is, right, because that dude can go dark and his episode, which is uh, the second to last episode of season two, the one where mm-hmm. Boba shows up and yep. like destroys... <laughs> Two squads of stormtroopers or something like goes off on them as if he has a personal vendetta. Like brutally, whoa. yeah. That was Jeff. That was before respect and unity. <laughs> okay, I can okay. I can tell, Brett, you're really gonna run this respect and unity Jeff, to the ground. T-shirts. Wow. Respect and unity. <laughs> respect and unity. <laughs> With a big old Boba Fett um, helmet. Yeah, you, you, Except- dude, you gotta put that out. Dude, except it's like the smiley face emoji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. The one with the hands, the hugging <laughs> hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the hugging so, hands. so you you should slap that on the helmet, <laughs> and then respecting you cross. Does Boba have that sticker on his helmet now? He might. <laughs> yeah, like maybe on the back, it's like baby on board. <laughs> Jeff. So, so here's the thing, right? Like, oh man, you got jokes today. <laughs> you know, sorry, I have a feeling. I have a feeling, Brett, that you would be fed to the menagerie uh, yeah. with the comments that you're coming out with. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore, Jeff. I am. <laughs> I'm going to get my day in court. I will be granted all the respect and unity in the world to say whatever I want about Boba <laughs> or his mom, and and nobody's going to do anything about it. Oh snap! Because we're living did, in a different you, world did now. Did you Jeff. just pull the mom out there? Well, there you go, Jeff. Are we allowed to say something? Are you about making mom jokes now? Maybe that's the trick, Jeff. If you say <laughs> something about his mom, and he's like, "Well, here's the thing. That wasn't respectful, so I can kill you now." Yep. So that's where respect and unity. Yeah, is. don't don't be disre- don't do don't disrespect the Mandalorian's mother, Jeff. Like so will love. we get dark, uh, <laughs> dark Robert Rodriguez, yeah, or yeah. are we gonna hear? Well, we're not gonna get a celebration between now and then, but if we got a celebration yeah. right now, <laughs> okay. all right, would all right. Kathleen Kennedy be telling us like, oh, but Robert's got a lot of heart. Like yeah. Robert's don't, got a lot don't, of heart. Don't worry, guys. Yeah, there's a there's there's a baby Yoda in the, in the, in Boba's future. Exactly. So Jeff and and maybe but maybe it's the other way, right? Maybe it's like, hey guys, you got your baby Yoda, okay? Yeah. We're good. This is hardcore now. Yeah, I doubt it. I doubt it. I hope so, Jeff. I hope so. And again, as you know, Jeff, like, one of the things that know. I don't love is mm-hmm. like tough guy Star Wars. So like when yeah. I see Boba Fett brutally murdering stormtroopers, I'm not like, yeah, you showed them. I'm just like, all right, like I, I'd rather see him use his ingenuity and use gadgets and use skill 
right? Okay. Which he does. But like, I don't need to see him break some dude's head with a, a one of those Bantha toothpick things. Yeah. Jeff, uh, wild departure here. All right, here we go. Are we sure that Boba and Fennec is platonic? Absolutely. Okay. Because yeah. that's what I, I, I don't think I don't I don't I don't see any tension there at all. Okay. Like okay. zero. Yeah, and I think that's better. I think that would be a little weird. I, I mean, hey, hey, hey. If if L if L three can have romantic feelings, then well, obviously Fennec can. Right. Right. So, but but yeah. still. Yeah. Well, Jeff, Boba did give Fennec Shand the very romantic gift of a new intestine. I'm just saying. Jeff, the stream of consciousness. Well, this is why. The stream of consciousness led me to ask that, right? What is okay. one of the only things that could get somebody as grizzled as mm. Boba Fett to turn good? Maybe you got a baby on the way. No. Or maybe you no. got a kid somewhere. No. I don't know. Don't do that. But like, so don't what would do, do it? But what else would do it? Like, that's mm. my thing. It's, I don't think that's going to happen either. That's why I'm like, I, they seem super platonic. To me, the only thing that would do it is that he's still in um, communication slash partnership with Mando. Yeah, I guess so. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, yeah, we're 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 going legit because mm. we're trying to reestablish Mandalore. Jeff, do you realize that by the time the Move Milkers listen to this episode, <laughs> people will have figured out almost all of these details that we've been wondering about <laughs> in the trailer? You know. Yeah. Oh man. Was uh, there anything that okay, so any because we've only seen it what three times now? Yeah. Um <laughs> two. Only two. Only two. two. So so the out of the two times you've seen it, was there anything that that popped out to you as um it like interesting factoid, like wow, I can't believe they just showed this? No, I honestly I so I don't know if I'm just sort of fried from a long day, but like I couldn't process or recognize anything out of... So, like, I mentioned that Athorian, who I don't believe is Doc Ondar. And I'm sure by the time we're done recording, I can find out online someone giving definitive proof that it's not or that it is. Did you, you find Did you find the personal shields to be interesting? I thought... Yes. I thought So, I thought that was interesting because they brought... You know they brought that straight out of Wakanda, right? And I don't like those. Like, <laughs> to me, like, frankly, if they're... Like, literally, Jeff, I think you just somehow, through the force... Yeah. <laughs> identified the only thing that I had already forgotten about the only thing that I didn't like from the trailer. And right, I don't right. like that. I, Jeff, we've talked about before the force awakens. It's like, and in the last Jedi and the rise of Skywalker, mm -hmm. everybody's got lightsaber like instruments right. and weapons. <laughs> and it's, and like, why, why we don't need <laughs> to me. That's Jeff. Honestly, I just think you could have figured out other ways to make uh, Jeff, this is why Boba Fett. You know, we're getting to the circle. point, dude. We're getting to the point where lightsabers aren't really that not bad. a big deal. Yeah. yeah, and Jeff, going full circle. Why is Boba Fett so cool in the first place? Because he can hang with the Jedi, right? And he didn't need a um. What is Mando's? Is that a Beskar? No, the, his staff. Yeah, Beskar spear. Yeah, the Beskar spear. Like he didn't need that. He didn't need a, you know, a lightsaber baton, like nope. didn't need a lightsaber shield. Like, you know, it's just like, look, there's Jedi's and that's why they're so cool is because they but got a lightsaber that thing. can cut through anything. You never, you never knew that. All right. No, mm -hmm. I, I, I just have to put this out there though. Mm -hmm. You never knew that he could hang with a Jedi until you read the comics. No, but even in, so here's my, Jeff, this was my takeaway of a kid. When did kid. you find out? As a kid. That, that Boba Fett could hang with a Jedi from the original trilogy. As a kid. Jeff, this is like 
when your boy Jimmy G or okay. my new boy Mac and Cheese, Mac Jones, go down the field on the game-winning drive, throw a perfect pass into the receiver's chest, and the receiver doesn't catch it, and a guy picks it off in the end zone and you lose. My takeaway from that would be my quarterback's good. <laughs> he just got hosed, right? Okay. All right. I got you. I got you. Boba Fett hung with the Jedi. But Han, blind Han Solo, just happened to poke him in the jetpack with something and send him careening into a Sarlacc pit. So my takeaway from that is just like very unfortunate accident happened to Boba Fett. But okay. he was hanging with the Jedi to that point. I mean, dude, he was the closest anybody had come. He shoots that little hook around him and, you know, wraps up his arms to where Luke can't move him. And then yep. Luke gets him with. But dude, Boba Fett was ready to take him out. When you Hans, so? you know, and maybe let's call it the will of the forest might be more believable. I'm just saying, I don't know. Just literal blind. We, we don't, we don't know. We don't know if Luke didn't just, you know, force twist Han. Maybe. To, to, to bump him into the Sarlacc pit. Like, you know we, what, Jeff, we don't know that. I, and I stand corrected because we don't want to know, but I'm sure they're going to make a comic about the five seconds. In now which, they will. <laughs> now they will. In which Luke was constrained by Boba Fett's cable. Oh man. Jeff, this was awesome. <laughs> This is awesome. Jeff, we owe the Moof Milkers a couple of things. Okay. I'm going to tell you what they are. Right. Uh, we did. We promised something called the Trailies, where we oh, award best yeah, trailers. Yeah, we still got to work on we that. Still gotta, I'm saying it now so the Moof Milkers know that we will still, you know. We, we don't, will do this. Yeah, we, I still, it, and again, I think this this trailer should be entered into yes, the running. Absolutely. Right. So this is postponed, not canceled. Also, we promised uh, our top three episodes of Star Wars Visions. Mm. So we have to deliver on that as well. Okay. There may be one other thing I'm forgetting. I don't think so. I think I think that was the only promises that we made. Uh, Jeff. Mm. One final tidbit. Okay. Carl Weathers has confirmed uh -oh. that The Mandalorian Season 3 has begun production. Nice. Filming has begun. Which is pretty cool, Jeff, because, you know, he's not in the show a ton. So they might have filmed a couple of episodes already before he got involved. Brett, this was awesome. Man, I love watching trailers with you for the first time. The the excitement, the, best. the bottled up energy that yes. we have <laughs> is, is amazing. That we didn't even know we had, Jeff, until we watch it and it's released into the world. Oh. So on that note, this is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just talking about Star Wars all the time on the Skywalker.